morning and welcome to Wake to Freedom. I'm Eric. It is Friday, July, I don't know, 11, 12, 2019 for all those keeping time. Uh, today's show is just going to be a pretty quick show. Uh, uh, I mean, not necessarily quick, but it's just going to be me today. No guests. Hope that is okay with everybody. But I just want to talk about, you know, there's some major issues in this in this world right now with all the stuff going on. But I, one of my main concerns is the homeless. And we've been talking about it the last couple of weeks. I've been really trying to address what we can do about homeless situations. I myself are going to try to get involved with the city council here and stuff because it really affects me with the fact that yeah, you know, some people will argue and these people are stuck and they're drug addicts and they've, they've learned the system of being homeless and they want to continue being homeless. But that's because they were never offered any help in the first place for their addictions, for their mental health, uh, for, their, for their job situations. There's all kinds of situations that end us into a place where we have to survive. And, uh, you know, there's a, a Facebook page now that I've created, um, and there's a bunch all around in cities called Austin Looks Like Shit. And there's one in Seattle, Seattle Looks Like Shit, one in California, uh, I think it's Los Angeles Looks Like Shit or Sacramento. Anyways, the whole purpose of those is, is, is to get more attention to people right in their face, right in city officials' faces and stuff. There's got to be resources for these people. Um... And that's, that's where, it, where it stands with me. I mean, a lot of people want to argue the situation, and that's all people have been doing for, for years. And now, when you can't even afford the cost of living, uh, working, you know, uh, homeless is going to definitely increase. Um, and it's just, it's just because there's, there's, these, there's no middle class anymore. It's become the haves, the have-nots, and, uh, and it's survival. So I, I ask everybody to really look at this and talk to your city leaders and stuff because um, some proposals I have, I've, I've just thought about and I've constructed in my mind and I've constructed figures on paper and stuff, could have been such better solutions for homeless situations. And I still think there's plenty of time to do that, but it's going to definitely be harder because some people don't want to get help. Some people don't want to take the time to get better. They're in a situation now where... Maybe they've learned how to work the system in their favor. So there's a lot of different options uh, with people, you know, um, and, and we all want to survive. But I can guarantee you folks that what they're very much looking for is love and happiness in this world. And their love and happiness might look a lot different than our love and happiness or somebody else's love and happiness. So, you know, I... I, I I put up posts and stuff, and I, I get a lot of different comments and stuff, but I really want people to open their hearts and think about when these people were young children and kids, and they were innocent, and I'm not saying the world did anything to them, because we all have to learn our survival in this world, but some of those people, this is their survival in this world, and it's sad. It hurts my feelings on a personal level, because it's, it's, it, it just, it's sad. And I've talked to a few over the years, and I've met homeless people, and I, the ones I've met don't necessarily want to be in that situation forever. They look at it as temporary, and, uh, which is a good thought. I mean, they've got to fight forward. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's something that we've got to fight 
to survive every day. Even if you have food and shelter, you're still fighting. Every day is a new challenge. Every day is a new life. Uh, it's called survival. And it's what we all have to do to live in this world. So before we pass judgment and say, oh, you know, the homeless are wrecking the city and stuff like that. Well, let's look at the big picture. The city is wrecking the people with taxes, with building, with making everything so expensive in my little town that it just, half the people can't even enjoy the situation. They can't even enjoy it. I mean, I live in Austin, Texas, but you don't see me downtown all the time spending money and stuff. I don't know how the people do it. Uh, we live, you know, paycheck to paycheck with some money put away, but you know, overall, we all have to survive. So it becomes our survival tactics. So I just, you know, I want everybody to just realize that, you know, the homeless situation is horrible, but there are resources. And, you know, sometimes we got to look to our cities because, you know, we, we elect people to get in these, these services to make changes, to make difference. You know, down the street from my house yesterday, they did this major cleanup under a freeway underpass. Yeah, it looked like shit. It was, you know, it was trash, bins, it was uh, mattresses, there was... Um, tents and stuff and they just came in and, and this is how I looked at it. They came in with these trucks, the city, they picked up all their stuff while the people are standing there and drove away. How does that help people? Well, I asked that question on Facebook yesterday on the news. I said, how does this help people? And everybody said, well, at least we don't have to drive by and look at it. When you separate yourself from other people like that, I surely feel sorry for you. Because when I look over at the homeless, I look at them as like, what happened? Why are they in this situation? What can be done to help? I think of the opposite of, oh, my road looks better. And thank God I can drive down a clean road now. I'm not gonna say it doesn't bother me to see the homeless, but it bothers me in a different way to see the homeless. And I want everybody to try to look in that, open your heart and look at that. Instead of just looking at, oh, they create a mess, they're a nuisance, oh, they're drug addicts, this and that, and they're they're panhandling and they're bugging me and they want to, they want to, they're scaring me. Well, we've created our own walking zombies, people. We've, uh, you know, pharmaceutical companies put people on opiates. When the doctors tell you you can't take opiates anymore, you're already addicted. So what do you do? Well, you find heroin on the street, you find it cheap. Before you know that, you've spent all your money on your heroin to, to supplement your drug problem that doctors got you on. And then before you know it, you lost everything with a heroin addict. You're living in the streets, and there it is, folks. So in my eyes, I look at big pharma companies, pharmaceutical companies, and I look at U.S. government. We created our own zombies. We create our own messes in a lot of parts, in a lot of times. You know, So there's so many different angles to look at it. We really have to open our eyes and, and, and look at those angles. I just, I get really sad when people just have a negative effect or a negative comment right off the bat without any intellectual, any intellectual thought into it. Because once again, what this whole show is about, Awake to Freedom, is awaking up from the restrictions that hold us down and to care for humans, to care for our fellow brothers and sisters, to love everybody and, uh, it's a beautiful thing when you can, but then like in my position now, I want to get involved with city council. I want to get involved in some, in some stuff here because I really want to make a difference with people. I can hand them money. I can talk to them and put a beautiful smile on their face, but then I got to drive away knowing that it, the, 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 the problem's not fixed. 
the problem just I made them I shared a moment with them but that they're still gonna sleep on the street they're still gonna probably do their drugs they're probably still gonna do their alcohol and they're not all like that but you know a majority become like that because we all want a glimpse of happiness in this life and unfortunately that's their glimpse of happiness folks when they do the drugs or when they do the alcohol and they sit around and laugh with their friends but but they're drugged out or whatever that's their happiness it's not the happiness that we desire but it's the happiness that they desire being in the situation they're in so that was just my five ten minutes on uh, homelessness i just really really think that we just need to open our hearts more like we were talking to joaquin last week and he he said it beautifully nothing can be done unless we have a change of heart and it has to be on all levels you know i make a suggestion that every city has really be really be really okay so we're not gonna try to say that word today they have centers where people can go and get help now i'm talking about homeless shelters i'm talking about 30-story buildings in every city with thousands of beds where people will come in that want help, that want to get off the streets, and that want to work a system where they will get a return. Not a return to the streets. You know, a lot of these homeless say, oh, I go to a shelter, I get a little bit of therapy, I do this, but they open the doors and I'm back out. Because they don't have enough beds, folks. We live in massive cities that are updating every day, but we don't have rehabilitation centers for people. I want... I would, if I was in a homeless situation, I'd want to know that there's somewhere that I could go, that if I worked the program, I could check in and I didn't have to worry about standing in line for a bed every day and I could face my demons and then rehabilitate into a position where I could make a future. The choice is still going to be inevitably our choice, but there needs to be the resources. Austin has a shelter downtown right now that holds a hundred beds and you have to stand in line for this hundred beds every day and a lot of times so there's no certainty there's no comfort these people have no comfort it's constant survival even if they want the shelter i gotta get there at a certain time i gotta stand in line i don't know if i'll have a bed tonight that's no way to live they should be senders where they're set up people are held accountable if they want to rehabilitate then the whole system's set up from the from either drug redraws to retraining to everything to get them into a workforce, whatever they need to do. But these these are things that I believe need to be implicated in the major cities all across America. Homeless will always be a problem because some people just choose that lifestyle. But the growth rate of the homeless situation now in America is not because most people want to be homeless. Um, You know, maybe in the old days when you'd see a hobo and stuff and you just thought, well, they're lazy. And there are lazy people, don't get me wrong. But I believe that if there's more resources, we can eliminate. And I don't want to call it a problem, but we can eliminate their personal problems and help them reconstruct their minds to be more functional and to just really feel good about themselves. Because that's what it all comes down to. Getting love, getting love and support, getting help, getting therapy, getting just talking to. Sometimes they just want to talk. Those are things that if I was to run for city council, I would definitely implement. Where people are going to sit there and argue with you. Oh, well, my taxes are going to go up, this and that. This is going to be, this is no good. We can't do this. I tell you what, I'd rather know that a small percentage of my taxes went to helping the homeless situation and helping people than my taxes going to 
crap that I've never heard about. Like the city of Austin, for example, just bought an old power plant for like $3 million or some crazy figure. This power plant runs off of wood. It's a wood-burning power plant. It's the most bizarre thing I ever had. Now, the, they probably will never run that. They'll probably just build on the ground. But we watch cities every day spend money, millions of dollars, you know, a million for this, a million for that, a million for this. Let's see them put in the money for situations for people. Let's see. Let's put the love back in everybody's heart where the cities can say, okay, this much money from taxes is going to be devoted for a homeless situation. This, this amount of money is going to be put into school for pay raises and things like that. It's all called balance and effect, people. And there has no been no balance. Uh, and that's, that's the problem. We live in a one-sided world, an ego-sided world. Me, 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 me. More, 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 more. And uh, until we change that way of thinking, you know, we're going to keep a a little bit more of the same. But if we can change that conscious feeling with everybody, just just open up your hearts, we could do miracles in this world. We could do, and you know, just sit and think about it for a minute. It could be absolutely just beautiful. So those are things we really have to think about these days in our life, you know. it's not about just us. We're all humans. We're all created equal. We are all beautiful, beautiful people. Just remember, we are in a world that's gone astray. Um, and, you know, sometimes it can be hard. So that brings me to another subject today. I just, you know, these are just subjects. These are just my thoughts. I am not a professional or anything. I just share my thoughts, my feelings, my ideas. And I think the biggest thing, like I I said with this show, is just so people can open their eyes a little bit and say, you know what, yeah, these are not bad ideas. Even if you don't like them necessarily. Um, You know, sometimes you got to think for the better of humans. you got to think for the better of people. Um, So, you know, that's kind of where I am on the climate change, or on the homeless situation. But I do want to talk about the climate situation. Folks, we are living in the middle of climate change. If you follow the media and you follow all that crap, um, you know, they're going to tell you we're in, the, we're in this and this is man-made and all this. We are in a climate change situation and it is scary because once again, who's it going to affect but human lives? Who's it going to affect but human lives? Um, I've been reading uh, reports. I've been doing this. I study climate change. I, I'm a weather fanatic, so I just love weather. But if you if you if you study things, uh, we're already in the midst of it. I mean, we've had historic flooding all across the Midwest this year. Uh, the California wildfire fire, fires. Um, uh, you know, the heat on average has gone up every year, hotter and hotter. Europe just had one of the hottest summers on record. Um, if you think this is a joke, people, and you can just hide in your house behind your TV, no, it's real. It's and it's really, really concerning. So, this is where we've really, really all got to come together. And unfortunately, in our world, what we can do is, you know, since we can't do hands-on approach, I mean, we can do hands-on approaches to moments, but with major companies burning fossil fuels and things like that and putting this crap into our air every year of our lives, folks, every year of our life this has been going on, uh, the damage is is there. It's inevitable. And uh, now we have to go to our politicians. We have to vote. We have to make our voices heard. 
because it's a scary situation. I truthfully worry about future generations for my children, my grandchildren. It's going to be a different world. Imagine going out in your backyard and you have a bubble covering your house. I mean, that could be real one day that we have to put clear bubbles over our house that we can't be outside. Uh, And that'll be pretty sad. And that's the direction we're going. Um, I probably won't be around in that lifetime, but within the next hundred years, if there's not some drastic changes. And, you know, people will argue with me that too. Climate change is not going to stop. But we can definitely slow down the effects of climate change. That's what we're talking about now. Now we're not even talking about reversing the whole outcome of climate change. Now we're talking about slowing down the effects. Uh, And that's scary. You know, I'm, I'm here in Austin, Texas today, and there's a hurricane that formed in the Gulf over by Louisiana. Now, if you've been like me, I study a lot of weather, and so I, I've been watching this hurricane. This little low pressure started off the land over by Alabama. I want to say Alabama up that way, and then it it started over land, a low pressure. Oh, not a tropical disturbance, not a tropical storm. But then it pushed out over land over to the Gulf. The water is record highs of 87 to 88 degrees. A hurricane in the Gulf can start at about 81 degrees. So the water is plenty warm. And what this did is it moved back over the land, I mean, moved over the land into the Gulf, formed, started getting rotation, and now is going to come out and, and, and come back in and hit Louisiana. Now they're talking about the corner of Texas, Louisiana. But this is fascinating, folks. You watch it on the news and they just talk, oh, a hurricane, tropical depression is forming in the Gulf. This didn't form in the Gulf. I mean, it, it's building its strength and really forming in the Gulf, but it was a disturbance that was started over land. I watch a news program here in Austin, and the guy, the newscaster, is very much in, understands climate change and is a very big advocate for ways that we could slow it down. He told he was said on the news the other night. And I don't know how many people caught it, but he hadn't seen one of these. He can remember last time he saw a storm that formed like that over the land and then dipped down, gained strength, and then now apparently today and tomorrow is going to come into land. So these are the things. We're having these crazy weather events. We watch them on TV, and it's almost like watching a movie going, wow, wow, wow. I'll tell you this. When we go to the grocery stores this next year, within this year, we're going to be paying tons more for basic foods because the Midwest floods were all over the place in historic fashion flooded farms flooded rivers flooded everything and there's still i mean there's still damage they're still dealing with this problem so while we're just sitting our tvs and and, and thinking we're watching a movie and the world's destroying around us and things are happening it's it, it's starting to happen folks and we need to wake up take actions uh, like i said we're not going to beat climate change there's going to be the effects we already have the effects they're going to be more effects but we can definitely slow down the, the process, the progress of climate change by changing our human behaviors on this planet. You know, we have to really realize how lucky we are to be here. And, and this is a gift. And there's so much beauty here. If you take the time to redirect your mind and just focus on beauty every day, you will see the true gifts of the universe, of God. You will see what the beauty is here. So I just bring up things that, that, that are 
bother me. Homeless situation, climate change are massive, massive things that, that bother me. They really are big things that bother me. And it's because it's humans. You know, I care about humans. Humans come first. You know, we got this immigration thing going on and all that bullshit. You know, it never had to be that way. Uh, you know, the, the president this weekend wants to do raids across the United States to get illegal immigration out of here. Bullshit. You know, it's just so stupid what we waste our time on people. Uh, yeah, there's criminals in this world. Yeah, there's bums in this world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's lost minds all over in this world. Yeah, there's, it, it, and it sucks. It's sad. But, you know, there is a movement happening. There are changes happening. I'm not saying, you know, sit back and relax and watch it happen. I'm saying get involved. Care about people. Show people love. Do expressions of love. Call your city councils. Demand changes. Uh, because this is it, folks. You know, as when I woke up, I realized the number one thing in my life is people around me and the love of other humans. And I say that very, very, very adamantly that uh, those are my, my things in life. My care for my fellow humans, my care for this world, my care for my grandchildren, and they care for everybody. Um, because, and that's a beautiful thing to say as I'm saying that right now, I'm just really getting touched up, but, but that, that's what I care about in this world. And making music. I love to play music. <laughs> but that's a, a hobby. But anyways, what I'm saying is, you know, we've, we've got to direct our hearts in a different direction. Uh, we have to direct our hearts to more love and compassion and caring. And these situations in this world will... will we can make a change. Uh, we can start with homeless. Uh, it's an easy thing to fix. Uh, cities and liberals and Democrats and whatever these political parties are are all going to fight each other because when it comes down to it, Everybody's lazy or wants to do something else. We need to help people. We need to put money, taxpayer money, into programs to help people. We need to put, uh, I don't know about money with climate change. We need to demand that the number one thing in the world is the, the burning of fossil fuels. You know that we've had solar techni technology for so long. We could have all been driving solar cars and solar homes and all this for 20, 30 years ago, 40 years ago. And... Uh, you know, it's the greed and the consumption and wanting more and wanting more that big companies want to produce oil from burning something in the air, you know, fossil fuels and burning this in the airs. Well, we're living the problems. And, uh, you know, like you, like me, it sucks. So we, we've got to come together in unity in, in some form on, on major events. So that's kind of where I'm at today. I just wanted to do a quick show with you guys. Next week, we're going to do... Uh, so this next month, we're going to do some really cool shit, too, by the way. We're going to have a show. It's just going to be uh, Name That Tune. It's going to be about music. I've got a neighbor. Uh, her name's Darcy. Uh, I've told you before we're going to talk to her. We are. Um, we've got some friends uh, that have emailed in with some good stuff. So we've got some guests. guests new. Ah, I'm having a hard time talking today, folks. We have some new guests that will be on the shows uh, in the following months. Um, as the show builds, more people have reached out which is awesome. I ask you guys to get involved. You can follow the Facebook page, Austin Looks Like Shit, um, for homeless. Uh, just your thoughts, your prayers, your concerns and ideas, what we can all do. Uh, most major cities now are having these pages. Seattle has one called Seattle Looks Like Shit. Sacramento has one. I believe there's one in Portland, Oregon. And we all kind of follow the same guidelines. This isn't bashing. 
This isn't uh, anything like that. This is for real solutions for homeless problems. Real solutions in a real world. So I definitely uh, tell you to take a look at those pages. You can always find me at awaketofreedom.com. Uh, you can find me on Facebook at Eric Decker. Or I think it's Eric James. Uh, next week, hopefully Joaquin will be on here or soon because people love hearing his voice. We also are going to do a checkup on my friend um, uh, Ruben with his son uh, Jeremy. He was on the show about four months ago and talking about the cancer that his son went through, his 17-year-old son with a brain tumor and who's doing remarkably well right now. So we're going to have a follow-up with him. We also want to do some more meditation uh, uh, with uh, Joaquin's wife. Snoky because she has a great calming voice and people really really enjoyed listening to her so I, I she's always so busy so if you're listening to I want you on my show again it's not my show actually I want you on the show again because people really uh, resonate with you and it's a beautiful thing so I just uh, anybody else you want to just hit the button on there you can book sp- support this podcast that would be awesome too if anybody wants to support the podcast you can click on the page and support it or just send a message and say hi i dig on your show or hey get off the air one or the other i don't care just come and talk so i just want to tell everybody have a wonderful day uh use your hearts a little bit more in some search situations think i think the biggest thing i've learned in in since this awakening is to to think and pounder ponder pounder ponder on things before I think about it, before I have a reaction um, and that's a big help for me because I was definitely one of the guys that just couldn't get wait to get my mouth hurt again calm down think about your thoughts and you can make more rational thoughts and that would really change the whole world I think sometimes so much love to all of you guys I look forward to next week's show uh, and I can't tell you what it's going to be now because I haven't even really thought about it yet uh, but uh, you know we do this every week. We enjoy doing it. Uh, like I said before, if one person listens, gets something out of this, then that was what it was all about. So much love. Have a great day.